Hi guys, welcome back to season three of the Classics Admitted series. As a recap, Admitted is a podcast where we invite Townsend Harris seniors to read out and discuss the essays that got them into their dream colleges. We're your hosts for this episode. My name is Kate. And I'm Catherine. Before we begin, we want to give a thank you to our longtime sponsor, Queller Prep, for supporting the Classic and helping fund many of our endeavors, including this podcast. You can find more about Queller Prep and their test prep options in the description below. In this episode, we will be speaking with Madeline Cannon about how a necklace got her into Princeton. Madeline, congratulations and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So yeah, my name is Madeline. I'm a senior. I applied regular decision and was accepted to Princeton. Um, I plan to major in either politics or they have a special program at the School of Public and International Affairs for undergraduates. Um, And I'm really excited to be here. Okay, so in your comment of essay, um, you chose the prompt the fifth prompt, discuss an accomplishment, event, or realization that sparked a period of personal growth and a new understanding of yourself or others. So Maddie, whenever you're ready, you can start reading your essay. My home holds pearl moons and shelters me from ember rain. It embraces a serenity like no other. It carries friends, mentors, healers, and listeners. After the art teacher announced we would be making Father's Day cards, a worried expression covered my second grade teacher's face. She immediately pulled the art teacher aside, whispered in her ear, and returned with news. I have a better idea. Why don't we make Parents' Day cards instead? The class unanimously sighed, confused by her suggestion. I hid my face away, knowing I was the cause. My peers' negative attitudes, although unintentional, made my grieving process over my dad more confusing. Navigating this loss was incomprehensible to seven-year-old me, as I couldn't grasp the concept of eternal disappearance, a loss of my home. An eye, a dove, and a cross. This random list describing the pendants on my necklace became tangible solace through every loss. Each collected pendant came from a late family member, beginning with my dad, the eye, and continued after the loss of my grandfather, the dove, and in ninth grade, my grandmother, the cross. My necklace was glued to me. Clenching onto it calms me during stressful tests. Taking it off for basketball practice left an uncomfortable void in my chest. Everyone seemed to behave like my second grade teacher. Their mission, to avoid getting me to think about it at all costs. I understand why, but they restricted my need for fuller emotional expression. My necklace embodied my voiceless, silent processing. I had never considered self-care journaling until I cleaned my room and found an unused spiral notebook lodged in my drawer. Within the confines of the college-ruled lines, still unsure of how to journal properly, I filled the pages with thought vomit, random emotions and memories. After countless nights, I formed a rhythm of creative motivation. My vomit translated into extended periods of story writing, exploring internal balance in a new reflective light. You recognize the moon as the antithesis of warmth and affection. The sun feeds the flowers, introduces you to new mornings, but it is when you recognize their beautiful reliance on each other that you realize the prominence of connection. My notebook transformed into this personal anthology. My words attempted to flee my pages in search of others who relate, but the mere thought of judgment kept my poems stuck within the safe binding of my notebook. Expanding on my developing love for writing, I attended a praise poetry workshop held by Kinsale Drake. Kinsale explores her DNA culture and personal identity through the channel of perfectly stitched stanzas, a skill I craved learning in hopes of exploring my own lineage and familial relationships. We learned to construct imagery authentically, and the last step was to craft our own praise poem. 
I chose to write about my family, my home. Kinsale encouraged us to share our poems aloud, and not until listening to others' ethereal eloquence that I gained the confidence to unmute. My home is where the smoke from mahogany candles pirouettes onto our windowsill, where my grandmother's eyes illuminate while reminiscing on stories of determination, where my grandfather cheerfully pours his aromatic jasmine tea. My home is like no other, as every home should be. Hearing Kinsale and others comment on their favorite lines was an embrace from this new community, motivating me to submit my work to small literary magazines. Eventually, I was published in an issue of Soul Talk magazine and two issues of Living Zine. My one shy words had finally reached beyond my notebook's bounds for an audience larger than myself. Just as I write about the admiral character of my family, poetry became my vocal, vocal strength. I still wear my necklace daily, but now it solely serves to commemorate those lost. I no longer grasp it during worrisome times as I have found solace within myself a comfort I will bring to others through my future work. Thank you. <laughs> that was amazing, obviously. Um, so we have some questions for you now after that essay. Um, I think one of my like major questions was, what made you choose like this prompt out of like, all the prompts? Mm -hmm. um, so going through all of the prompts initially, I know the two that stuck out to me were the first one about like writing about something that was significant to you, or discussing the accomplishment or realization. Um, but throughout my process, I went through so many different topics and ideas. Yeah. Um, and I knew poetry was something that I really wanted to talk about because I hadn't really mentioned it anywhere else in my application. So I think that prompt number five, really talking about a realization or self-development through poetry, like it just fit really well. Kind of coming off from that, um about like how you got to your final topic. I know a lot of seniors, me personally, struggle with this, like getting to that final like realization of you wanting to write about your necklace in relation to poetry. Mm -hmm. So did you always want to write about your necklace in relation to poetry or did you pick it up along the way? I would say that poetry came in last. I know um, I started brainstorming ideas like the end of my junior year, um, but I really didn't even have a solid draft of this essay until like October. So um, yeah, so that was like a really long process of like drafting so many different essays. Right. Um, like the end of my junior year, I had like my necklace was like a top thing. I knew I always wanted to write about that. Mm -hmm. um, I had the story about Parents Day, like the first anecdote was listed. Um, but for me, poetry came in last as like the one thing that I could use to connect all these topics that I really wanted to talk about together. Right. So that was my process. Um, I think I definitely started a little later than I should have. But uh, all those, I think my biggest advice to like anyone starting the college process is really just listing out any topic you can think of that you think would be interesting and really figuring out how you can tie certain stories together. Can you give us like a timeline of like your process for this like, in terms of like your essay? Like when yeah. did you start? I know like junior year. Yeah, so... Um, at the end of junior year, like, my English teacher for AP Lang was like, oh, start drafting some essays. Um, so I had an essay draft at the end of my junior year about my necklace, actually. Um, but I ended up scrapping it. I thought that it was just not how I wanted to represent myself to colleges. I just don't think it was, like, a good representation of who I was. I also think that it focused too much of, um, like, the past rather than how it's helped me develop now. Um, I think like a big part of college essays is showing like self-growth and self-development and I think it lacked that a lot. Mm -hmm. So by like September of my senior year and like end of September, early October was when I really like solidified this essay and decided to focus 
like more on myself now and how poetry helped me develop um like like self-reflective skills throughout high school and how it was like a creative outlet for me mm-hmm. while still talking about like my dad and other things that happened like in my childhood right so kind of wrenching off of like what you said the essay took a long time so what was the revision process like for this essay um who did you show it to or get advice from if anyone and how did their feedback help contribute to the final product yeah i would say i definitely had a good amount of people read my essay um it first started off with friends i did a lot of peer editing first um friends that i like trusted i think that it's always best to go to like a couple of close friends that um you like you know well and trust especially with like vulnerable essay topics so i went to a couple friends for essay help um and i also went to a couple of like towns and alumni that had um gone to other schools like that had gone to like yale or harvard um and i still kept in touch with them so i wanted like their help with helping my editing process um i also did go to a couple teachers um so i think that having all of their help like all having all of their feedback was really helpful but i still think that there was some feedback that i obviously did not always take because i wanted to make sure that my own voice and my own ideas were still clear um i didn't want someone else's voice to take over my essay so I think you should always take people's advice or perspectives with a grain of salt because what you want to show to admissions officers is ultimately like the best representation of your own self. So now we're going to move into like more Princeton specific questions. Mm-hmm. So the first one is why did you choose Princeton and what programs are you interested in? Um so I chose Princeton um because I thought that it had a really great program for what I wanted to study. I knew that I was always really interested in political science because I want to do pre-law track um and Princeton has a really unique undergraduate program at their School of Public and International Affairs. It's like a major in public policy. Um so I I thought that that would be a really great fit for me. Um my other options that I was thinking of at the time were I was between like Princeton, Tufts or Tulane. Tulane was too far for me and um I think that Princeton was just a better fit for me academically than Tufts was as well. So, in addition to college essays, we also have to write um supplements for every single college and many colleges ask you to write about your personal interest or why that college. So, Maddie is going to read uh why her major at Princeton. Uh so the Princeton prompt for this up was as a research institution that also prides itself on its liberal arts curriculum. Princeton allows students to explore areas across the humanities and the arts, the natural sciences and the social sciences. What academic areas most pique your curiosity and how do the programs offered at Princeton suit your particular interests? And my essay was um uh, my home of Flushing Queens is decorated with luxury developments and sky-high industrial buildings. This grandeur however masks the 134,000 immigrants and poverty rate 25% higher than New York State. As a majority white community board votes to build new waterfront estates, the gentrification of my 68% Asian neighborhood is worsened. Similar to my mom's living conditions after immigrating here, many working class families are now forced into cramped basements or attics. By studying politics and anthropology at Princeton, I will expand my understanding of how different urban communities have responded to gentrification's growing impact and explore its relationship with the subjugation of minorities. Through Princeton's program in ethnographic studies, 
I will learn the most effective fieldwork practices to conduct my own research of flushing, engage first-hand perspectives in hopes of discovering techniques to combat gentrification nationwide. This research can translate into my senior thesis at the School of Public and International Affairs as I dissect public policy aimed at ameliorating urban displacement and wealth inequality. Concurrently, in policy research seminars, I can discuss multifaceted issues like poverty and urban politics alongside, alongside experts in public policy like Timothy Nelson. These discussions can carry into the undergraduate forum at the program in law and public affairs. I'm excited to explore law and politics with fellows like Shi Tong Chao, an urban law expert who has completed extensive fieldwork in China's urban villages. Attending Princeton will help me effectively create legislative solutions to not only help my community, but the nation as a whole. So kind of based on that and going on, uh, what would you say like really sold you on Princeton? Like, was there like a specific aspect like the SPIA program, the School of Public and International Affairs, or was there like a collective of things that ultimately made you choose Princeton as like your school? Yeah, I think um, Princeton itself is really unique. I think from most colleges, especially um, amongst like Ivy's because it doesn't have that many graduate programs. There's no law school, there's no med school. So the entire school is extremely undergraduate focused and um, every student at Princeton completes like a senior thesis. So by the end of your four years at Princeton, you'll have completed like really in-depth research projects, um, which was something I really wanted to do. And just knowing that I would have all of those resources at Princeton was really helpful for me. Um, the SPIA program was definitely a large pull for me to go to Princeton and also I knew I really wanted to do like ethnographic research which is like um, really like fieldwork research and speaking to people in communities to learn more about uh, urban issues. So Princeton had a program completely dedicated to that so I knew it was something that um, it was someplace that I can definitely thrive and really branch out and explore all these different things that I really wanted to do. As a final question is what advice would you give to current students who are beginning the college application writing process? Um, my biggest advice is, like I said earlier, really just, I like to call it, like in my room, I say like thought vomit, literally just put any ideas that you have on a list. Um, I think the best ways to really write a solid essay is to have different anecdotes that you can speak to. Um, every sup that I wrote had an anecdote, whether it was relating to something I did in school, in a club, or something in my personal life, um, like growing up, like uh, traveling to Flushing often. So I think having like really strong anecdotes that represent who you are um, and having anecdotes that you can connect to areas of study you're interested in or what you want to do at the school is really helpful. So having really strong anecdotes, I think is really important. And also when it comes to advice, I would say have a list of specific teachers that you really want to ask for help. Um, I would say like really having a solid list of friends, um, maybe college students that you already know that can help you and teachers. Um, and like I said earlier, make sure to take all their advice with a grain of salt. And when it comes to the end of the college process and picking a college, I would say pick a college that is right for you um, and someplace that you know that you'll be genuinely happy with the community, with resources um, and academics. So that is my main advice is I know it's a really stressful time, so make sure that you give yourself enough time. I think I started my essay writing process a little later than I should have, and it definitely made it a little more stressful than it uh, should have been. So I think that if you start early, maybe start like towards the end of your junior year over the summer, 
going into your senior year, um, you can have a lot more time to have a more full-fledged editing and revising process. That's it for today. Thank you so much for our audience for tuning in. And thank you, Maddie, again, for being our guest and sharing your admissions journey with us. And once again, congratulations. Thank you. And for more episodes of Admitted, you can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and subscribe to us on YouTube at The Classic TV. You can also check out The Classic on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at THHS Classic. You can keep up to date with the latest articles on thhsclassic.com. That's all for this episode. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on Unlimited. Bye.